Welcome to the Pain Solutions Podcast. Dr. Wayne Fimister is a family physician with a special interest in chronic pain, whose passion is finding solutions for this epidemic problem facing one-third of the adult population. He is a clinical associate professor at the University of British Columbia in Canada and has developed one of the first online medical trigger point injection courses for doctors and nurse practitioners, a technique that is easily learned and implemented into the medical office of any doctor or nurse practitioner treating chronic pain. To get free access to Pain Solutions newsletter, blogs, and to register for his online course, simply register at www.waynefimister.com. On the podcast, Dr. Wayne brings together experts from various segments to share with you how they solve people's pain problems and how you can get this treatment too. And now, here's your host, Dr. Wayne Fimister. Well, hello and welcome to this episode of the podcast show. Today, my very special guest is Ina Fideva. Ina, thank you so much for coming on. You're welcome. So Ina is a lovely lady who I've known for quite a number of years now. Uh, we actually worked together for about five years, and um, over that time, I've trained her in the approach of trigger point injections. And so I'm really thrilled, Lena, that you've come on today to share about your experience with this line of work. So let's go back in time a little bit first. Uh, where did you grow up and go to university? Well, I grew up in Ukraine, Kiev, and I went to Kiev National Medical University and uh, graduated in 1990. Okay, so I know your path has been uh, slightly convoluted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. To get here to BC in Canada, you tell us a little bit about what you did in England. Uh, well, in England, I was training a bit more as a physician and then working for a pharmaceutical company. That's right. And then you spent some time in Italy working with people. Royalty. <laughs> Royalty. Wow, what a story. And then eventually, Ina came to BC where she's here with her husband and she's trained as a family physician. And then now does dermatology, but has an interest in chronic pain because she's found that injection technique called trigger point injections has been very helpful for her and her patients. So, Ina, kind of what type of conditions are you using for trigger point injections? I think it's all started with tension headaches, complaints from my patients. And uh, because it's such an overwhelming issue for a lot of people, uh, I was quite frustrated. And that's where you, Wayne, came along and basically uh, said to me that, well, there is a way to treat it without medications, which is you know, quite an effective way as well. And I tried and it worked. And that was the beginning of really using the TPI. So most of the patients I treat with trigger point injections have um, myofascial syndrome and affected in different areas, mainly neck, upper back, lower back, and um, iliotibial band. Right, exactly. This is what we see all the time. And before you start this treatment with patients, you know, what kind of treatments are these patients having before, like other trials? It really differ. Like some people have for years been on different medications, tried acupuncture, physiotherapy, endless chiropractor visits, massage therapy. And some people it's sort of an acute phase and they're quite desperate for pain medication. So that typically <laughs> would be the first trial for them is to go on non-steroidal anti-inflammatory. And some, unfortunately, on opioids as well. 
they basically almost invariably, almost all of them at this stage of desperation because, as we know, medications really don't help for this condition. And what's your experience with these patients with what's actually going on in their bodies? Again, the cases are quite different tension headaches and neck and upper back pain. And for some people, it's way more complicated with fibromyalgia, non-diagnosed or diagnosed, where the body aches are overwhelmingly everywhere and in different places at different times. So these people have real issues pinpointing where is their main area of concern. And then you sort of start focusing on what's the most troubling or most difficult for them at the time, and then you move from one area to the other. That's right. So you just got to basically chip away at this problem because it can be a very intense experience for them, and especially fibromyalgia, because I also find that they're very, can be challenging to treat, but very sensitized and very sensitive to the procedure. So uh, whereas other people you can treat and it's like, they're going for a massage and they just get off the table and they go, okay, that's fine. You know, whereas other people are like a little poke and it's, their sensation is exaggerated. So therefore it's challenging. So we do need to start one area, then we need to start another area and build it up and build it up and build it up. Exactly. Okay. So these are the type of patients that are coming in to see you and they've tried these previous treatments. You're diving into your your treatments, and how many treatments are you typically doing these days with them? Well, for very, very chronic pain, it actually can last months, typically with weekly or bi-weekly sessions. For not so chronic pain, and you know, when I'm saying not so chronic, it's relative really term, because for some, for some people, four weeks is already chronic, and for some people, years is chronic. So for not so chronic, in my mind, is people who had few months uh, real issue, and um, their function is affected, and uh, those people typically would respond uh, within four to six weeks. I mean, I had cases where people had one or two sessions, and they felt absolutely great, and they didn't come back, and I saw them six months late, and they would say, well, I didn't come back because the, the, the issue was solved. But I don't know percentage-wise how many of those I have, but I think around maybe 20 to 30%. The rest, I really need weekly sessions for, for at least four to six times. Well, that's an interesting statistic. I'll have to look at my own numbers on that one. So that's good to know. So you're treating these patients. What are the patients saying about the treatment themselves? Like, what's the responses? Some people... Uh, who are not scared of needle, they feel it's not a big deal. I mean, I have to admit myself, I'm having uh, trigger points injections every week for my neck area, (laughs) and I do it between my patients. So it's not a big deal for most people, really. There is a category of people who have needle phobia and I have to talk to them quite a bit more and I go very gentle and I would say why don't we try just one or two needles and you see how you feel I can stop at any point so far I have probably had one case who said please stop I don't think it's for me and really overwhelming number would say oh it's not a big deal it's like little mosquito bite yes that's interesting as well because phobias of needles is something that does come up fairly regular. But most of these people are actually okay with the actual treatment, which is remarkable when you think about it. And I think one of the reasons is their face is either down on the bed or facing away from you, so they actually don't see the needle. Exactly. (laughs) As long as they don't see the needle, then there's not really triggering the uh, thought process around fear. So that's maybe how it works. But yeah, it is very much each individual case and 
do what's right and appropriate for each patient. So you gave us a little bit of a segue there about yourself. So could you want to share, you know, what is it like, just the experience? Nobody in the podcast show has discussed this before. What mm-hmm. is the experience of getting this poke in the needle into your skin and into the muscles? <laughs> Um, well, you really feel a little poke when the needle goes through the skin. Then you actually don't feel anything. It depends also on what you inject, of course. You know, there's a bit of a burning sensation from lidocaine. But if you use normal saline with benzoyl alcohol, then you actually don't feel anything. So I find for my most sensitive area, it's a bit more sensitive for me. But generally, I mean, as I say, I do it between my patients. So obviously, <laughs> it's not really disturbing. And um, yeah, it's two minutes. <laughs> two minutes it takes, really. Yeah, it's remarkable, isn't it? Essentially, patients are coming in with tight muscles, painful muscles that are built up over time. And, and tension is the key thing. And we poke this needle in a medical needle with uh, maybe a 25 gauge, which it kind of an average size injection that you would get from the doctor if you're going there for, say, a B12 or uh, a lady getting a Depo-Provera hormone shot for their hormones, say. And um, yeah, you just inject it, you take it out, and that's it. It releases the tension in this, not just the muscle, but the fascial layer around the muscle and through the muscle. And literally, it takes seconds. And often, and as we've both seen, years and sometimes even decades of pain resolving before our eyes over several weeks. And we've both had these case stories and case successes with time. And I think this is why trigger point injection should be a regular treatment that basically all medical physicians, especially family physicians, can do in their office. And they don't need to be necessarily good at it. They need to be safe. They need to be trained, but they don't really you know, it doesn't need to be a full-time practice or they need to do it 10 times a day. You know, if they did it once or twice a day for a few cases, it would help literally thousands and thousands of patients where our current medical treatments like acupuncture, chiropractic, massage, physio are not able to do the work that we can inside the body with this needle treatment. Absolutely. Well, it has uh, changed my practice, definitely. And um, I have to say that in the last um, four years since I started really, you know, be comfortable with the uh, administering the treatment, I don't remember prescribing any painkillers for musculoskeletal pain. I honestly don't. Probably very, very rare cases of intercostal neuralgia where I would generally uh, refer to somebody who is doing a bit of a higher level of uh, procedures and... um, Otherwise, really, it's no longer anxiety from my side as a practitioner to see somebody coming with the low back pain, you know, sudden onset especially, or the um, upper back pain. That's a very interesting point because I reflect back on myself 10 years plus, uh, even 20 years ago, and we're starting off in medicine. And, you know, the whole concept of pain was very frightening because we knew in our training that the drugs don't work that well. And, you know, just the anxiety that comes with another patient complaining of pain. And we're thinking, you know, we scratch your head literally and think, what are we going to do? You know, and we do the best we can with what we've got. We refer on to our colleagues and stuff, which we still do. We still utilize their services. But it's a frightening thing, actually, for a physician to know within themselves that they can't help this patient. 
No, I just want to say that I speak to other physicians and uh, our current group is six physicians and uh, three of us doing trigger points injections and the other three is not doing. And I spoke with those who are not doing and they have quite a bit of anxiety themselves about facing patients with chronic pain, uh, especially if it's musculoskeletal region or fibromyalgia patients. So we really encourage them to sort of join us <laughs> in the fight against pain. Thanks for sharing that. That's, that's really important. You know, our personal journey as physicians with our patients, because that's not something we talk about too much, but it's a reality for us, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas um, other areas of medicine, you know, that we're very successful at treating, like chest infections or bladder infections, you know, um, antibiotics have radically changed the, uh, the success rate for these conditions. But uh, when it comes to chronic pain, it's challenging. Okay, um, can you just share a specific case story recently that you can reflect on? Yeah, so I have um, a lady who is uh, 77 year old, and she came to me referred by another physician, and she presented with the restless leg syndrome, which she described, and uh, with five year history of not sleeping at night, because of the restlessness she felt in her, particularly left leg. Uh, She has seen at least three different neurologists. She has done EMG studies. She has seen a physiatrist, rheumatologist, internal medicine. (laughs) And uh, she was at the end of her rope. And she kind of came with this thing. She said, I don't care what you do. If you can do even a little bit for me, I would be grateful. Well, you know, in these situations, you can't really overpromise anything because you kind of don't know how she's going to react, and especially with her not sleeping for five years. So I basically suggested to try it without any promise at all. And she did have a sensitive IT band on the exam all the way down to her ankle. So what we've done is I used just a mixture of normal saline and late lidocaine, 50-50, and uh, we started doing weekly sessions Within three weeks, she started sleeping at night. So that was really a dramatic case for me because I didn't expect um, her to improve so quickly. And I found that we keep doing the trigger points injections weekly for the last six months now. So she's sleeping at night, her upper leg, no symptoms at all. She has a bit of a discomfort in her lower leg and more discomfort in her foot. But overall, she rates her improvement as uh, 65 to 70%, which is very dramatic for her. I mean, is she very happy? Absolutely. Could she be happy if she had zero symptoms? Absolutely. But I think realistically, somebody who is 77, we're not going to completely 100% remove her symptoms. There's arthritis presence and, you know, just a general muscular condition is not the best. But that case was incredible for me because I just, could not believe myself that the effect of the very simple procedure could have such a profound effect on her function and life, right? Because as you can imagine, by not sleeping at night for five years, I mean, the whole system, she was completely exhausted mentally, emotionally, and physically. Now she's coming back. She's coming back to life and she's doing activities she has not done for years. So, so that case is one of the severe cases, but one of the most dramatic improvements as well. 
I'd like to share the typical case where you have somebody who is um, like I have a you know woman who is an accountant. Uh, she's in charge of the big firm. She is 54 year old, and she had on and off uh, issues with headaches, which were diagnosed as migraines previously. Not, none of the medications are helping her, and. She's actually my patient who didn't even know we're doing trigger points. And she just mentioned casually that, oh my God, there's nothing works for me anymore, et cetera, et cetera. So we did a little bit more discussion in depth. On exam, she had clearly very sensitive posterior occipital points bilaterally, a very sensitive paraspinal muscles, trapezius. So I said to her, you know, there's nothing wrong if we can just try trigger points, explain what it is. And we started doing sessions. And after... I think after five sessions, her pain was completely gone. The symptoms she experienced, especially overnight with numbness in her hands, were also gone. And we have done it last year, in 2018, and then we stopped because she had no symptoms. She came back to me now. I believe it's a tough season for her, whatever, you know, there's more intensity. And some of her headaches started coming back. And we just restarted weekly sessions, and we I think it's session three now. So I do not expect it to be longer than six weeks for her now. So her case is what I see is the most typical cases where, you know, as long as it's diagnosed and as long as we can actually proceed with treatment and, she has, you know, the person has enough time investment to come weekly for five minutes appointments, it's actually working. In a lot of cases, these people are too busy to go anywhere else and they are very happy to just, you know, be with me as a physician. They typically will do home stretching, which I recommend to them and give a bit of a handout and daily a bit of a heat or ice, whatever they prefer, and then trigger points. So it's working for them. It's obviously working for, for me as a physician because I can feel that I'm actually doing something and being effective at that. So, and that is, I would say, my typical cases. The area would change sometimes to IT band, but this length of treatment and presentation is what be the bulk of my patients. And I'd just like to say, the reason why restless legs is being successfully treated with this condition is because restless legs at the end of the day is another symptom of a dysfunctional nervous system. Just mm. like you get pain in your neck or tension headaches, you know, there's tension in the muscles in the head. Migraines, there's tension in the arteries inside the head that gives us headaches. You know, low back pain, tension in the muscles but when we get restless legs, it's almost like a butterfly always moving. There always is movement within the, the nerve. And as a result, the muscle reflects that. And we don't know why, but it happens in bed and it keeps people awake. And when we treat, we're literally switching off that hypersensitivity around those peripheral nerves or small nerves in the muscles or in the fascia, which just amazingly just calms the whole thing down. It's like, putting out a fire with a blanket. It just calms down and people can sleep. Yeah. And it's completely amazing. And I've had many, many patients over the years with this exactly same thing. So I just like to share that as an insight. And the second thing is, you know, the accountant who comes back at tax season because it's more stress. And the yeah. stress is the thing that triggers the brain that then triggers the nervous system down to the areas where they're sore, in this case, headaches. And as a result, you know, our treatments are working because we're literally desensitizing or switching off that oversensitized nerve function. So just some explanation, well, why are we seeing all these amazing results? 
and why we both believe that, you know, basically all doctors who see patients with chronic pain should be doing this and yeah. helping our population. So thank you so much for coming on today. It was really good to see you, really good to chat, catch up and share some cases, share some well, where you're going with this and, and how you're able to help your patients. But let's just wrap up for our audience. What's the best advice you've ever received that our audience would maybe get benefit? <laughs> the best advice would be try new things and see which one is working for you in the practice. And I want to explain this. I'm a GP with interest in dermatology. So musculoskeletal medicine is not my primary interest or secondary interest. So I have incorporated trigger points, injections, technique and treatments in my regular family practice, you know, with subspecialty in dermatology. And it's working for me. So I'm not seeing any, anybody outside. I'm just seeing in my 2000 uh, people practice. Uh, and that has been a new thing. I tried it. That wasn't my primary focus, but it worked extremely well. So I do believe that any physician with any type of uh, subspecialty can incorporate this approach. And it definitely would be beneficial for, for their practice. So the best advice, try it out. <laughs> try it out. Thanks for that. Um, is there anything else you'd like to share before we wrap up? The only thing is I hope that more family physicians would incorporate the approach to musculoskeletal issues with trigger points and not being afraid to actually start using this technique. And uh, I think it's doable. I think all the residents which come through our clinic is aware already and there's more people aware. And I hope patients will ask of their doctors, you know, could I have that at you know, at your place as well. I'm really encouraged by you, Wayne, because, you know, you've been really promoter of this technique and it definitely changed my practice. It changed my life as a patient. And I hope it happens for many other people. Yeah, and just on that note, you know, there is training available for this in, in the US, in Washington, and in several locations, actually. I also offer uh, online courses for physicians at www.waynefimister.com or you can contact me at support at waynefinister.com. Regarding this, I had a physician just from Saskatoon with me just two weeks ago now for a couple of days training in this, and I continue to train residents as well. So, you know, I'm open to conversations with people to, for training because we need to get this out there, and it's not a difficult thing to do, but we just need to be committed to it. So I thought I'd just leave that at the end there. So thank you so much again, Ina. Um, it would be great to see you again soon in person. And we'll, um, we'll bow out now. Thanks so much. Take care.